Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4Patriots.com slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4Patriots.com slash Lisa. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey guys, so before we move into this week's episode, which is definitely worth listening to, I do believe you're going to enjoy it. I wanted to address the elephant in the room, Tucker Carlson. I'm a contributor at Fox News. I don't know what happens behind the scenes. I'm not involved in any decision making. If I was, I'd give myself my own show, if I'm being honest. All I can say is Fox News has elevated me, given me a platform to say what's on my heart and mind. I would not be here without them. So I am grateful and thankful to those opportunities and to work for Fox. But I'd also be remiss not to say that Tucker's been a really good friend and a mentor to me. During COVID, when I decided not to get the COVID vaccine, he stood up for me when a lot of people didn't, when everyone else was afraid. He's been nothing but good to me, and I've always admired and respected his fearlessness and his truthfulness. And that's always what I'm going to strive to give you on this show. That's literally the point of the show, The Truth with Lisa Booth. I just had to get that off my chest. I just wanted to tell you that as my audience, as people who tune in and listen to me and care what I have to say. I just wanted to tell you that, and I just wanted to say I'm thankful for you listening to the show and putting your trust in me. With that said, we'll move forward to the next episode. So it's a little bit of a depressing time for conservatives right now. It feels like we're we're constantly losing, that we just can't get ahead, that the forces working against us are, are just too big. I want to talk to someone who's doing something about it, who was just a, an ordinary American and decided to stand up and to fight back. That's Tiffany Justice of Moms for Liberty. She started the organization in 2021, just dismayed at what was going on at her kid's school. She's a mom of four school-aged children. She had originally taken a step back in 2016 when she had stepped up to serve on her school board. But again, in 2021, she said, you know what? I don't like this COVID stuff. I don't like what's going on. I'm going to stand up once again. So we're going to talk to Tiffany Justice about why she started Moms for Liberty, what you can do at home if you're a parent concerned about what's going on in your kids' schools, whether it's things like critical race theory, whether it's just this broader indoctrination on some of the transgender issues as well, because we don't have to take it. We do have a choice in this matter. We do have a choice in the direction our country is going. We do have a choice 
and what our kids are being taught. So what the left understands is that if you control the minds of our youth, you control the future. So if we want to fight for our country, if we want to turn this country around, it starts with the kids. Tiffany, thanks so much for coming on. I really wanted to have you on the show because I think as conservatives, this has obviously been a depressing time. You know, it feels like we keep losing these important battles. And so I just really respect people like you who are out there really trying to make a difference and make a change in the country. So I just wanted to talk to someone who's really out there fighting the fight and trying to make a difference. So I appreciate you taking the time to come on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's our moms. Our moms and dads are on the front lines uh, all across America fighting back um, this really toxic ideology that seems to have crept into our schools, this critical theory-laden education that uh, really has become indoctrination and, and we needs to stop. When did you start saying it? Because I know back in 2016 is when you, you stepped up to serve for four years on the uh, school district of Indian River County in Florida school board. So back then you were obviously seeing something that, you know, that made you decide to do something about it. So when did you kind of start saying that maybe things were changing a little bit in schools? Yeah, Tina Deskovich and I were both the co-founders. We didn't know each other. We weren't friends. It's so interesting. Um, but we both, you know, served on school board from 2016 to 2020. Both came to the position because we were concerned about what we were seeing in public education in our communities. Um, and uh, so we got involved and ran for, for office. Um, I'll be honest, I, I didn't really know what I was looking for, what I was seeing when I first arrived at the school board. I saw that we had a horrible achievement gap, and I saw that there were a lot of excuses excuses being made for educational failure. That was very concerning to me. I saw also that parents were being pushed out of schools. And that didn't make sense because parents are the number one driver of student success. I have four of my own children and there is no replacement for an active and engaged parent in a, a child's life and certainly their education. Parents have the fundamental right to direct the child's education. So in loco parentis in schools, to me, meant that the school was to act on behalf of the parent, but taking into consideration that the parent was is the one that's driving the education and making the decisions for the child about all of the different issues that a child encounters in life. And that really was it. It was a combination of all of those things. And then COVID hit and, um, you know, the education curtain that Tina and I had seen behind uh, all of America really got to see behind. And I think parents saw that their kids weren't learning the way that they thought they should be, that, you know, maybe the reading wasn't where they thought it should be, or they had no idea that their child was engaging in education on, in, on the computer for the majority of their day. Um, and also, as I said, some of this really toxic ideology and, and um, they were shocked and concerned and rightly so. And so, you know, what a blessing uh, that COVID uh, ended up being for us in many ways, uh, as far as children and education and parental rights in America. I think it was the the wake up call that we needed to finally start to take our schools and our kids back. You know, and so you started Moms for Liberty in 2021. Were you surprised at how it's sort of taken off in the sense that there were a lot of moms across the country, a lot of parents across the country feeling the same way you were about what their kids were being taught? 
No, I wasn't actually, because I am a mom and Tina is a mom. And the women that we started the organization with, the two women that stepped up to start the very first chapters in our communities uh, are moms too. So we knew what moms were concerned about. And um, it just became more and more evident as we as, it, as the chapters expanded. Within two weeks, we had a chapter in Nassau County, New York, and then Anne Arundel County, Maryland followed. And now we have 275 chapters. Um, but the stories are the same. Um, and and the, the issues that parents are dealing with are, are the same. And so it just became very obvious that, you know, parents were dealing with uh, very similar issues, concerned about the same things. Our children uh, were having the same challenges. And so, no, I, I wasn't surprised. I think, you know, we, we filled a need. Parents wanted to get involved and, and uh, make a difference. And Tina and I really felt that we could help them to be effective advocates. Tina tells a story uh, during COVID. So we were both on school boards. We're both being voted down 4-1, 4-1 votes. We're on board of five. And um, we were fighting for parental rights. And even people that would say that they were Republicans were not standing for parental rights on our boards. It was just shocking to me. I would just sit there and say like, oh my gosh, I can't wait for election season to come back around because man, have you do you have some voting record? Um, but Tina will tell a story that a mom got up and she was upset about a decision that the school board collectively had made. And she said, I'm going to report you to the county commission. And Tina just recounts, she's sitting there thinking to herself, like, they don't even realize that the county commission has nothing to do with the school board. And so we're changing that. Parents know who their school board members are. They know who their elected representatives are in the state as well. Uh, they have their cell phone numbers. <laughs> um, they communicate with them all the time and help uh, to bring policies forward that people can sponsor and help to support good policy. Um, so um, very, very exciting stuff to be able to be a part of. Although it's tough figuring out, you know, I think for some trying to figure out, sometimes they don't make it as easy to, you know, find the different candidates and to learn about what their positions are. You've already had explosive growth with Moms for Liberty. You're talking to parents uh, around the country. What are the big concerns right now for parents with what's going on in schools? Yeah, I, I think two things primarily. Um, academic achievement, right? Parents are really concerned about reading scores. Uh, the latest NAEP scores 2022 came out that showed that two thirds of American children are not reading on grade level. Um, that is uh, horrible. There is no future uh, for America within a literate society. Um, so reading and academic achievement, um, very concerning that children are not being given practicable skills to be successful in life. It feels like they're being uh, trained to be social justice warriors. Um, and, and the uh, on the other side of that is that a lot of the teaching in the schools is directly antithetical to the teaching in the home. And parents are really, really concerned uh, that morals and values and all of these things that really are meant to be taught in the home uh, are being challenged and, and new ideology is being placed in the hearts and minds of children. Um, so uh, things like social emotional learning and, as I said, critical theory, whether it's critical race theory or queer theory, uh, we see all of those different ideologies being injected into our children's education. Do you think that's intentional in the sense of you talked about, you know, and obviously kids felt really behind during COVID as well with the online learning. But do you think it's with intention? I mean, obviously, the goal is to indoctrinate, not necessarily to educate. And so the more uneducated young people are, probably the more easily influenced they are. So do you think that parts with intention? 
Absolutely, I, I do. And I think there's a, a real intention to demoralize our children, to make them believe that government is the only answer for them. I was watching a teacher that was speaking about some of the different issues that are happening in schools and why teachers are leaving the teaching profession. And she said, it's the kids and their behavior and the fact that it's almost like they don't care about doing anything important or special in their lives. She said, they're 12 years old, but it seems like they just care more about being entertained for the next five minutes than they do about setting goals and making plans and achieving. Um, so yes, I absolutely do think it's intentional. We uh, have the red guard of America being built in America's public schools and the teachers unions are, uh, are leading that charge. Let's take a quick commercial break. More with Tiffany on the other side. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. You could be one of them sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be. With the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X, folks say this new solar generator from Four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer or other devices like an electric blanket, microwave, RV air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets so you can power more devices at once, and two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot power generators. Go to 4patriots.com Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4patriots.com Lisa. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... <laughs> Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You know, I, I do. I, I try to put my mind, you know, think back about what it would be like to be growing up in today's world because we didn't it didn't have Instagram and TikTok and all these things when you know I was growing up when I was in high school or, or even college I mean I wonder how much that you know influences these these young people too I mean in, in some respect you know I mean TikTok really is the perfect indoctrination tool you know how much of a difference do you think that's made in, in education I think it's made a huge difference in the lives of our children's social media. I was speaking at a, a rally where they were talking about legislators banning TikTok. And I said, you know, parents, you don't need to wait for the government to ban TikTok. You can just take it off your kids' phones. And when I do it and you do it and all the other moms do it, uh, then we can all be mean together. Uh, and, you know, we're ruining their lives or whatever, but it just won't be a part of their lives anymore. And eventually it'll be filled with something else. When we look at children and we look at the absenteeism we're seeing now and the lack of drive and motivation, um, can you blame them? 
I mean, we closed schools for in some places like San Francisco in California, 18 months. And we basically told them that they were supposed to shoulder the the fear and and uh, and and really we put all of the burdens of life on them. And even now, you know, climate change, the world is ending, new, war everywhere, um, you know, injustice constantly being drilled into their heads, d- divisiveness about race and religion. Um, so social media, you know, think about it. The kids are home. They're not in school. What are they doing? They're all on their computers or their phones. It's this black mirror staring back at them. And so I think social media has been um, really, there, there's no moderation. I don't think we found any way to moderate that uh, in the lives of our families and our kids. And I think we have to work harder to do that. One of the areas where I think you can see a, a real direct result of social media is in this transgender contagion that we have happening amongst young girls in this country. Um, I've talked to many uh, young girls that have gotten swept up into this craze, and uh, they will tell you time and again that the social media, TikTok, other uh, different apps uh, just takes you down a rabbit hole that's very difficult to escape. I actually want to play this clip from uh, Joe Biden real quick. It's where he's talking about children, which plays into what you just said. Uh, Let's play that clip real quick. Rebecca put a teacher's creed into words when she said, there's no such thing as someone else's child. No such thing as someone else's child. Our nation's children are all our children. Yeah, I think with the transgender stuff, I mean, you look at states like Oregon and Washington state passing laws, giving teenagers as young as 15 years old access to, you know, they call it gender affirming care, but it's not. It's a mutilation of the body. It's a castrating of a body, allowing them to take puberty blockers, all these different things, life altering surgeries without the parental consent. So, I mean, it seems like, you know, the, the point and the direction they're going is to intentionally turn, you know, children against their parents. Absolutely. I mean, it's a, first of all, let's just say it's a $2.1 billion business, uh, sex reassignment or gender surgeries. Uh, these, these poor children become lifelong uh, medical patients who aren't able to have an orgasm or, as you said, sterilized. Um, there was a story that came out of, uh, of uh, Europe about a, a young uh, man who had been on puberty blockers for a long time and uh, he uh, went to go have a, a faux vagina, a fake vagina made uh, with a part of his colon because his penis hadn't grown, so it c- wasn't big enough to be able to use, to invert, to, to create this faux vagina. And I know this seems graphic, but I think people need to understand this young man died. Um, he had necrosis. Uh, there was apparently E. coli in, the, in, in his colon. And so, I, I mean, within days, a total organ shutdown, nothing about this is affirming or kind or good. Uh, and, and we are in a battle between truth and evil. Uh, to be fair, if you listen to President Biden, let's just be honest about that. That's communism. He's saying that we don't have our own children, that our children are everyone's children. No, they're not. And we don't co-parent with the government. Parents have the fundamental right to raise our, raise their children. And so, Lisa, you're seeing, right, legislation uh, all over the country, whether it's in different states with parents' bills of rights or whether it's with, um, you know, the federal government. You saw Kevin McCarthy, the speaker, and Julia Letlow from Louisiana. She sponsored the parents' bill of rights in the House. Of course, it was killed in the, the Senate by uh, Senator Schumer, but we'll see. We'll bring that bill back better than ever, and, and hopefully at some point we'll get that passed. And Debbie Lesko out of Arizona has uh, offered up a a constitutional amendment 
So yes, you're right. There are states that uh, I call them Pied Piper states, Anthony Weiner in California, these sanctuary states, the idea that uh, a child can come to a state and will be put into a foster family, oftentimes called a glitter family, uh, and uh, will be given uh, what they call gender affirming care, which we know to be harmful uh, for children. Um, it's crazy. And uh, again, uh, it just seems to be a race between red and blue states as to which direction they go with legislation, whether you're going to center and make sure that parental rights are important and recognized as fundamental or whether you are going to try to cut the parent out of the child's life. Well, and that's really why this fight is so important and why what you were doing is so important, because the left understands that they control the minds of our youth. They control the future. And so we're basically fighting over the future of the country and trying to protect our children. Yeah, we are. Our mission statement at Moms for Liberty is we're fighting for the survival of America by unifying, educating and empowering parents to defend their parental rights at all levels of government. Um, and our moms know that we'll bake the cupcakes, we'll volunteer in the classes, we'll do the curriculum reviews, we'll do all of those things. But at the end of the day, we recognize that we're fighting for our children's future and we're fighting to keep America free. And uh, Joe Biden can say he's trying to unify people all he wants, but all I have seen is division um, and uh, uh, it looks like, you know, we're going to have another, you know, year and a half of that. And, and now he's running for president again. And so, you know, just trying to wake up as many people as possible uh, to the reality of what is happening, because the, the way that the media and the uh, unions and the government and the Biden administration all work in concert uh, to really hide the truth from the American public. And we've seen this so directly on the book issue, uh, these pornographic books that we that our moms and dads have found all over uh, the country in public school libraries. But, you know, I, I still have grandmas writing to me saying, why are you banning you know, To Kill a Mockingbird? Where no one's banning anything, first of all. They should write the books, print the book, publish the book, sell the book. But it's not To Kill a Mockingbird. It, it, there, there's really obscene graphic content in these books that have no place in schools. But, you know, we're being gaslit by by a lot of different people. Well, And that's really what it needs to get out. I mean, Joe Biden and his uh, relaunch, which, you know, God help America <laughs> for running again in 2024, you know, talked about the, the banning of books. But what we're talking about and the concern is things like Lawn Boy which contains graphic description of 10-year-old boys performing oral sex with each other. And it's hard to fathom why any adult would defend a young child having access to a book like that. Yeah, it's a disingenuous conversation that's happening. We're not talking about the same thing. Um, when I, t I testified before uh, a subcommittee of the judiciary a couple weeks ago regarding um, one of our moms had been contacted by the FBI after speaking at a school board meeting. And uh, it was really interesting to me, PEN America, this group uh, that uh, is run by former Obama administration folks, um, was there and they were uh, there to answer questions. And, you know, I said to the lady, like, where were you when parents were being shut down at school board meetings? You're not a fan of free speech then. And, and again, disingenuous conversation. We're not talking about the same books. Um, and, and they want it that way. I think what's important for everyone to understand and what I've come to an understanding about is that the unions, the teachers unions, I call them the K-12 cartel. That's, I did not make that up. My good friend Max Eden uh, made that up. But um, the K-12 cartel uh, is working. They are the foot soldiers of the progressive far left. And I would call the Biden administration the 
I, I don't think they're very progressive. I think they're actually very regressive, but far left. And um, the the teachers unions are doing all of the bidding uh, for um, the the to move us forward. So the money, you know, comes from you, the taxpayer, right? From our property taxes, it, it comes into the schools, uh, and then you have things like teachers' dues, for example, five hundred and seventy-five million dollars was collected in teachers' dues uh, by the American Federation of Teachers. That's Randy Weingarten for those uh, that know of her. Um, and 99% of their donations go to Democrats. So, you know, I, I think we just need to be really honest about the fact that there are people that are working to fundamentally change our country, to transform our country. Joe Biden has said he wants to get the job done. Apparently, I think that's ruining our country and, and you know, continuing to drive a wedge between the parent and the child, much like Mao and the Cultural Revolution. Um, you know, we need to be talking more about history and communism and how many people have died because of communism. Um, but but they're all working in concert together. And, and I think what Tina and I have come to understand and why we get so many death threats and uh, so many horrible things uh, said to us and about us is because we are disrupting the balance of power in public education. And public education as an institution is incredibly important uh, to the people that would like to change our country. And that is not just the progressive far left, but that's a, a global uh, movement uh, that's happening um, you know, and, and for I, I don't know how much, you know, you talk about, you know, the 2030 Sustainable Development Goals and UNESCO and um, but there, there's a real movement to change America and to make us to be a less powerful country. Um, democracy uh, is something that uh, many people in the world fear. We've done a, a lot of conversations here about the World Economic Forum and sort of, you know, kind of like the big picture, global picture of what people are trying to do. So I'm glad you brought that up. You know, I, I want to rewind. You had mentioned being uh, testifying before the uh, subcommittee and you had mentioned a parent who was paid a visit by the FBI. I mean, we all know that the Department of Justice labeled parents as domestic terrorists who go to these school board meetings and stand up. What is that that per, uh, parent's story? Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I, I do know that. I, sure, I can. That's I, I can. You know, it's very interesting. So we go back to COVID, right? No one's allowed to go out of their house. We have to mask all the time. And our moms were like, forget that, right? They're going to the school board meetings. They're like, open the schools. This is ridiculous. Open the schools. A lot of our moms are single moms. Um, you know, they're, they're really concerned about public education, but they don't have a lot of options for their kids, whether school choice isn't something that's happened broadly in their state um, and, or it's not something that they're able to afford. Um, so, you know, they're, they're out there, they're speaking. And what does the government want to do? They want to silence them because, again, disrupting the balance of power and shining a light on educational failure. Our schools are failing. And so, you know, obviously the teachers unions who have been in control of those schools for a very long time don't want anyone to know that. Uh, so they will come up with any reason why the kids are not doing well in school besides the fact that we're not actually teaching them well in school. Um, so this mom uh, had a, a child that had been uh, quarantined and school had been closed for over 40 days. Uh, in a row and, um, you know, really concerned. I've got four kids. I watched my kids go through COVID. It was awful. I have a daughter. She's 18 now. She's doing great. But during that time, um, she was quarantined back to back. It was like watching her fall into a black hole. Uh, there was she she was so struggling so much and so I feel for that mom she got up she spoke at a school board meeting and she was upset 
And, you know, people in the community apparently liked that Merrick Garland had put out the the tip line and uh, the, the threat tag, and uh, they wanted to try to cause problems for this mom. And they did. And, and so, you know, you're making peanut butter and jelly one morning, and then all of a sudden you get a phone call from the FBI and they ask all kinds of questions, Lisa, like, do you have guns in your home? Uh, do you have a history of mental illness? Um, and, you know, what do you do as a mom? You don't know what to say to the FBI. You want to be honest and answer questions, but, you know, you're concerned. Can you not answer the FBI? Um, it turns out you don't have to. People, if, if the FBI calls you, you tell them that you want to have a lawyer before you speak to them. Uh, but, you know, we didn't. moms weren't thinking about that in that way. And, and the last thing that was said to this mom was, uh, and by the way, don't tell anyone we called. Like, let's not make a big deal out of this. Right. And so, you know, that mom obviously came forward to us. We were shocked. Uh, she was scared. Um, and uh, I made the Judiciary Committee aware of it immediately, um, and uh, they took it very seriously. And then, you know, they had whistleblowers from the FBI that had also told them about, I guess, what was happening. And, and um, so they asked me to come and speak in front of the Constitution and Limited Government Subcommittee. It was a real honor to do that. I did that with a woman named Nikki Neely, who runs Parents Defending Education, and with uh, a lawyer, uh, Tyson Langhofer from uh, Alliance Defending Freedom. And uh, we were able to show and paint the picture and, and, and tell the representatives um, just this infringement on our basic li civil liberties and our, our freedom and our freedom of speech. And, uh, you know, but Lisa, they don't want to own the harm. So they're going to tell you that it's anything else. They're going to say it's, you know, CRT. They're going to, and by the way, if the system is racist, they, they've been in charge of the system. So I, they own that. The kids aren't learning in school. New York Times just had a, a front page piece on the fact that children have been taught to read incorrectly in school for the past 20 years and people have been saying it and saying it and no one's been listening. Um, and, and so we're going to have to, you know, eventually we're going, the, the, the truth is coming out slowly but surely. And, and I think what you're going to see is the teachers unions are only going to, you know, fight harder to keep control. It's terrifying that that's happening in the United States of America, what happened to this poor woman. But, you know, I was talking on Outnumbered the other day that, you know, I've worked in politics for, you know, most of my adult career. And a lot of times it felt like politics, you know, you want to get a Republican in office and whatnot. And now it feels like we're, we're just fighting over the future of the country, you know, we're, we're fighting over maintaining trying to be a republic. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And I think that the problem and the issue is is this right now. Uh, um, I was listening to Rents. Uh, previous, he was speaking at a meeting and he said that uh, Democrats are very uh, good at process. They're very focused on process and Republicans are very focused on people. And um, I've seen that and I've watched it happen. Um, and so I think we have to be a lot more focused on process and what we want to accomplish and having a vision for the future and then figuring out um, how to make that happen. Um, uh, there's no enemies to the left with the Democrats um, and we need no enemies to the right. Um, you know, it's so interesting. I was never really a political person. I was NPA for most of my life. I didn't have a party affiliation. Um, in 2016, I registered as Republican and I my values align uh, with the Republican Party in many different um, areas. But, you know, I've just never been a big political person. Most of our moms are that way too. They have never, they've never really been involved in politics. Um, they, you know, a lot of them had never even voted in a primary before. Um, so it's a whole new group of people that are getting involved in politics, um, that are running for office. So you should be very excited about that. Let's take a quick commercial break. More with Tiffany. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. 
You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be. With the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X, folks say this new solar generator from Four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer or other devices like an electric blanket, microwave, RV air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets so you can power more devices at once and two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot power generators. Go to 4patriots.com slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4patriots.com slash Lisa. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You know, there are a lot of parents listening. What should they do? What can they do? What advice do you have for them to do their part, for us all to do our part in trying to take this country back? Start a Moms for Liberty chapter. <laughs> it was, it's our best idea. We, you have to bring people together. If you're alone, uh, the districts will try to pick you off and uh, one by one. And so unifying, getting everybody together in your community and holding the torch of liberty and saying, let's rally around our kids. Let's put the focus back on academic achievement in our schools. I think that's one of the most important things that we can do. When you look back uh, in history at, at what has defeated communism in the past, it has been grassroots activism and has been the people fighting back. And so we're going to have to do that. Um, you can run for office. Uh, and, and I say that, you know, I'd like for people to run for school board. I think you, uh, people don't realize how much power you have on the school board because you really actually do make a lot of decisions that affect the people of your community. But you also get to kind of set um, a vision for your community as well. And, and um, you know, as you said, kids are the future. And so you're, you know, you're helping to create a, a better, stronger community in the future. So running for office really, really important. But if that's not for you, um, get involved in a different way. Everyone has a role to play. You could be writing letters to the editor. You can be involved on social media. You know, we get beat up on Twitter all the time. It'd be really great if there were armies of people that would come and fight back against a lot of the misinformation and lies that are shared. Um, but, but really just getting involved and recognizing that everyone has a role to play here and, uh, we need everyone's help and support. But I do think Republicans, you know, we're all kind of uh, waking up, which, you know, you obviously did in 2016. So a little bit earlier and all this stuff uh, of just realizing, you know, normally we've focused on the fight of, you know, federal elections and, and things like that. But just how important 
really from the ground up. It is from, you know, school boards, the state legislatures at all. You know, we're playing for keeps, right? We're just trying to keep a republic. Every liberty minded person we can get into any sort of office, whether it's a school board, state legislature, whatever the position is, is just critical to the survival of the country right now. It is. So we're a C4. Um, so we can do a, a, a portion of political activism as a C4, a 501c4 nonprofit. We also have a, a 501c3. We have a program called um, Moms for Libraries in that program. It's a foundation that we have. And we donate books um, to schools and, and parents and different people around the country. Um, we also uh, just started a PAC. And so um, we want to be able to support school board can, uh, school board candidates, uh, but also uh, state level, state board, state school board candidates, and uh, occasionally the superintendent of instruction in the state is also elected. And so we want to be able to support there. And I think it's p- important for people to understand that takes money to get people elected. A lot of the people that have been serving on school board are um, former educators or supporters of the union. The union has been very, very good and smart about ensuring that they get people elected to those boards so that when they bargain with them, it's basically like bargaining against themselves. It's a nice little cozy situation that they set up. Uh, and so we're bucking that system right now, right? But um, the money part is important. So we started this pack. We're, you know, we're looking to fund it right now. There was a political piece that came out and it was saying that school board elections in Wisconsin and Illinois had not gone well for Republicans. And it's true. They really didn't. And when you read the article, uh, one of the strategists, one of the Democratic strategists from Illinois says they put $300,000 in their county towards library committee races and school board races. $300,000, you know, and, and so Republicans do not put money towards local elections in the way that they need to or should. And we're trying to put the focus back there. The, the truth of the matter is we're building the bench. You have uh, people that are getting involved in politics, um, people that were Democrats or independent uh, Republicans. So we are nonpartisan. We have Democrats who are members who really just saw that Democrats that were elected during COVID did not represent their values uh, in in the decisions and policies that were made. Um, But you do need to support candidates and, you know, you need name recognition to win elections. And so money, getting money behind those races is important. We saw a a parent-led rebellion in Virginia, which led to, you know, Glenn Youngkin's victory there. What role do you think parents will play in in 2024? Yeah, I was just talking to a Wall Street Journal reporter about this who's doing a story. I think they play a huge part. I don't think anyone has as much of a vested interest as parents, to be honest. No one's going to fight like for anything like a parent is going to fight for their child. Um, so I think parents are going to play a huge part. And I think we're seeing that. Um, getting the truth out to parents about a lot of the things that uh, are being, that we're exposing is important. Um, around the books, as we talked about, around um, gender uh, and, and gender identity and, and the discussions around puberty blockers. People, parents have been told lies. P- parents have been told, well, puberty blockers are reversed. No, they are not. And so, you know, we believe in parental rights, but parents need all the information to be able to make the best decision and informed decision for their child. So I think parents will be incredibly important and getting the right information out to parents is very important. I want to tell you on out, I love watching Outnumbered. I think that um, what a great group of women that come together and and one guy. Um, But you guys are talking about the issues that parents really care about and you're talking about them in an honest uh, and open way. And so thank you for that. Well, I appreciate that. I love, I always love going on the show. It's a good group of, of women. So I always appreciate that. You know, before we go, is there anything you'd like to leave us with? We need to fight for our country. 
We need to remember what makes America so incredibly special. And we need to understand how important America is in the future of the whole world. Um, many people around the world are looking towards America right now and, and parents. And we do a lot of different interviews with uh, different media outlets around the country, around the world, excuse me. And they want to know what's happening in America. They're very worried. They're very concerned. And um, so I think Americans need to recognize how lucky and special we are and that it doesn't have to be like this. Uh, can, we can make sure that kids are reading in school. We can empower parents to be making decisions for their children and we can respect parental rights. And I think we just need to come together on these issues and, and you know, really push the media out. Sorry, media, but it's just the truth. Um, and, and really start coming together as people and having more honest conversations uh, about the issues we're concerned about. I mean, that's such a good point. We don't have to live like this. There is a choice. There is a different direction we can go in as a country, and it's up to us. I mean, obviously, there's outside factors at play, but we can still turn this around. You know, and then you had mentioned people starting a chapter at Moms for Liberty. Uh, give us the website in case people don't have it. Where can they go to sign up? Where can they go to learn more? Awesome. So go to momsforliberty.org. You'll see there's a big map on the website. Uh, click on your state and then you'll see a drop down menu of the chapters that are currently existing. We're set up by county. Uh, there's a little over 3,300 counties in the United States of America. So uh, we've got some work to do still uh, in, in starting and growing the chapters. Um, you can so you can see if there's a chapter in your area. If there isn't, click to start one uh, and and begin that process. Maybe you aren't the one who's going to lead the chapter, but maybe you'll be able to be a secretary or a treasurer, or perhaps you'll be the one that does media for the chapter. We do um, extensive training, media training with our moms, so that they can get out and tell their story about what's happening in their community in their own words. Um, so please start a chapter. You can donate there as well. I've got a podcast, the Joyful Warrior Podcast, where we try to talk about the issues that are impacting parents today in America and give them, um, you know, resources and help. Um, and we're on Twitter, uh, Facebook, uh, Rumble, um, normally YouTube, but my podcast just got pulled down because I interviewed Peter McCullough and apparently YouTube didn't like that. Um, but lots of different ways to access our organization. And, uh, you know, we're always happy and willing to answer questions about the work that we're doing around the country. Tiffany Justice, really interesting and informative conversation. Thank you for doing what you're doing at Moms for Liberty. Thank you for starting it. And thank you for working so hard to change education in America. I really appreciate you and appreciate you taking the time to join the show. Thanks for having me on, Lisa. I really appreciate it. That was Tiffany Justice with Moms for Liberty. I appreciate her taking the time to join the show. Appreciate you guys at home for taking the time to listen to the show. I want to thank my producer, John Cassio, for taking the time to put together the show. Every Monday and Thursday, you can listen throughout the week. iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4Patriots.com slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4Patriots.com slash Lisa. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.